Today's podcast is sponsored by Penn State Health Women's Health. Providing complete care from checkups to preventative screenings to fertility care, obstetrics, and leading edge treatment for cervical cancer and pelvic pain. With offices in Hershey, Harrisburg, and Camp Hill, go to pennstatehealth.org slash OBGYN. Speaking of women's health, I cannot believe how difficult it is for women to get the proper feminine hygiene products. It's unbelievable that women don't have the money for something that is so necessary. But a group called The Period Project wants to help. And this is Chick to Chick. Laura, I have all daughters, and it just hasn't even been a thought to me that I just run out and get the things they need, pads, tampons, anything like that, and especially so they feel comfortable and they're not nervous when they go to school or out in public that there could be an accident. I cannot believe that I'm learning about so many women from all ages who really don't have these products, they just can't afford them. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Carrie, I think we all get wrapped up in our own head and wrapped up in our own lives. And we think, well, we live like this, so everybody lives like this. And we forget that there is a lot of poverty in this country and that women don't have the money for, again, this is not a luxury item. No, they need it. (laughs) This is a necessity of life. They need feminine hygiene products, and they don't have the money for it. Which brings us to our guest today. Megan Swope runs a group called The Period Project. This is news to both of us. Yeah. So Megan, you really need to educate us about all of this. What is The Period Project? Well, The Period Project is a community initiative that sort of was born out of a change project that I needed to do to complete my nursing degree. I had to pick something that I was kind of not aware of in our community. And I'm very involved in uh, with working with the homeless. And I became aware through my research of period poverty. I had no idea this existed. Um, As you said, I need something and go to the store and get it. This is one of those simple, basic things that we take for granted. And the more I researched, the more I realized the inequity of it and the struggle um, that it may be transportation, whatever prevents that woman from, or an individual that menstruates from getting what they need. And it just became kind of a, a call to action for me. Yeah. And you said something there that, again, I had never heard of, period poverty. Yeah. Never even heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is alarming. And that's why what you're doing is so important because I cannot imagine as a woman not being able to have what I need. I can't imagine what you, you can't go to work if you have your period and you have nothing to stop it. I mean, the confidence that you lack in just something as simple as that. So what are you doing and how are you helping get from get these people out of this this poverty situation so they have what they need? Well, we're very simple in our our approach. We are putting together period packs um, for the low-income and homeless um, individuals who menstruate. We want to be inclusive in our our language uh, there because it could be someone transitioning. Um, But 
we are putting together packs that will have a month's worth of supplies, seven pads, seven tampons, and seven panty liners um, in a water-resistant bag so that no matter where that person is living, whether they're unsheltered or sheltered, they have what they need. And they can. my hope is that, that we can get to a point with our supply chain that we they can return the bag to where they picked it up to have it refilled. So to have sort of a bank of supplies. So that is our goal. And included in that is education on toxic shock syndrome, which people think has gone away, but it's a higher rate of uh, occurrence in this population. That's interesting, which brings us to my next question. And I want to point out that um, Penn State Health and the Women's Health Services, they've given you grants that you're able to purchase these products and put these packs together. So kudos Mm -hmm. to them um, for stepping up and providing the funding for that. Um, You brought up the toxic shock. I think women need to understand uh, two things. Um, I guess women who don't have these products might be using the same product over and over again. And will you please speak to why that is really not a smart or healthy thing to do and what the ramifications from doing that? That is exactly, um, you know, one of the things you just mentioned is they will extend wear um, because they don't have enough supply or they may not have access to um, a place to complete mental, mental, sorry, menstrual um, hygiene, such as a source of water, they will extend wear of their supplies um, or they will use alternative materials, cotton, um, literally anything they can um, to manage their flow. And this puts them at very high risk for toxic shock. Also because of communal living, they have a higher rate of strep and staph infections, which is also puts them at higher rate for toxic shock syndrome. So having that information included with the, the PACs, we're hoping to just give them a sense of what are the red flags um, to keep an eye out for. Um, and again, I had no idea. Uh, a lot of that was we us think about toxic shock is only associated with extended wear of super tampons, but the reality is there it is out there and they are at high risk for it. I know when I was, you know, first becoming a woman, as they say, you know, my mom was always like, don't keep the tampon in too long. You have mm-hmm. to be really, really careful. Well, mm-hmm. I had the benefit of being able to get into the box and get another right. one. Mm-hmm. So how do how do young women, women of any age that are still having a menstrual cycle, um, and maybe they're not staying in a, in a homeless shelter, but how are they able to get access to this? How, how are you getting it out to everyone? Well, we have formed amazing uh, partnerships. And it, right out of the gate, Alder Health Services uh, and Beacon Clinic uh, in the city agreed to be um, distribution points for us. So they will be giving um, to their clients who are uninsured um, and come there for not only um, services, but they also give free medications um, and have the ability to give them reproductive health um, services as well. So this is a really nice adjunct to that, that they can get these products as well. Um, additionally, um, other locations have, I'm in talks with them so that based on supply, we could, uh, provide at other locations within the city. 
Um, and then my hope is that they can come back and get them refilled there as well. So Megan, you mentioned that you put these packs together and I know you have community events from time to time uh, when you hand these out. Um, if people want information, if they want to volunteer or if they need these packs, where can they go to get more information? As you mentioned earlier, the, we did receive a grant um, from Penn State Health, uh, Community Health Outreach, and uh, we do have events where we're going to be assembling. Um, and and uh, if you go to the period project, Harrisburg.com, you can uh, see what events we have coming up uh, and be a part of what's making a difference in period poverty in Harrisburg. And you said again, period project, Harrisburg.com. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Wonderful. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the information. And really, I think this comes from both of us. Thank you for thank educating you. us yes. about something that we didn't know anything about. So this is fantastic. Thank it you. absolutely is. You're really an angel. What you're doing is amazing. It might mm -hmm. seem simple, but um, thank you. Well, it's it's uh, the least we can do as humans is when we become aware of something like this, just to address it and give it back. And I'm truly very grateful to Penn State Health um, for stepping up and uh, doing, making these things happen in the community. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Carrie, I really like what Megan said. It's pretty simple. When you see there's a problem, come up with a solution and fix it. And that's what she's doing with the period project. She really did. She isn't just fixing it. I think that she is really adding a conversation that most of us had no clue about period poverty. So I'm grateful that we did this podcast and I really hope that other people listening, if they can jump in and help out, that would be awesome. We appreciate you being with us and we're always excited that you'll come back and chirp with us about another topic. Thank you.